and welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Karen. I am a registered nurse who decided to make a bigger impact through health and mindset coaching. Here on this podcast, we'll be talking about all things mind, body, and manifestation. So let's get right into it. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode this week. I have an amazing episode for you, but the quality is just a little bit on the rough side. I apologize for that. I was trying out a new way to record myself through video and audio in one go, and it just didn't quite capture the audio quality that I would normally hold standard to. But this episode was so good. I was almost just like, fuck it. People will still get a huge uh, benefit from listening to this, even if it is a little on the rough side. So just a little disclaimer, I guess, for you. But this episode has so many golden nuggets that I just wanted to share it anyway. So I'll leave you guys to it and I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode I have a really juicy but also a bit of a call-out topic for you this week. We're going to be talking about imposter syndrome, comparison, and how to really navigate through that because it's such a common feeling and it sucks. It really sucks when you start experiencing those types of limiting beliefs, comparing yourselves to others it really gets you down. It really drains you and makes you feel really uninspired moving forwards towards your goals. So I want to break down for you. What exactly is imposter syndrome? It is such a key buzzword in the self-development world. And I think a lot of people may get a little bit confused on what it really means. It's essentially this idea of an imposter that you are trying to become in your life. And it's a syndrome because it kind of really um, wraps around your whole life and the way you think and see things. So I guess a very common example and something that I've experienced myself too is this imposter syndrome around starting my own business, right? And imposter syndrome can present in many ways, but the main things that kind of come up in different ways are Who am I to do that? Other people can do that, but I can't. What makes me special? Like, who am I to think that I'm deserving to have something like that? And it's this idea of like, oh, I can't have these great things because like, who am I to have that and I can't have that? But these other people can, right? And it's this belief that really limits you. It's, It's limiting belief, right? It's like this category, I like to say, of limiting beliefs that are surrounding this like imposter syndrome idea, right? But at the core of it, it's a limiting belief. And once you start to recognize that, that it is limiting you, hindering you in some kind of way, then that's when we can start to really work with it. But I invite you to reflect for a moment. When have you ever said or caught yourself out from thinking like, oh, but I can't do that? Or who am I to do something like that, right? And in what places have you potentially kept yourself small or comfortable where you are now 
because you didn't feel like you were worthy or deserving of having something more for yourself because of these imposter syndrome limiting beliefs making you think that you couldn't have it. And I guess the matter of fact is you can and our brain and our societal influences are telling us that we can't, right? So once you start to recognize that, as I said, that it is a belief that is limiting and it is something that can be very easily worked through, then you feel a little bit more empowered about it. So I'm going to guide you through um, some tools and exercises in a moment to help navigate through these feelings. But I want to share with you a bit of my experience too. And honestly, something that at times I also still experience, right? Because as I've said time and time again, limiting beliefs don't just disappear, right? They will always continue to arise in different situations, different circumstances, but it's a matter of how do you, how do you recognize it and then how do you manage it? and bring yourself back to your core empowering beliefs, right? That's the trick. With my story, if you guys have been listeners from the beginning of this podcast, you know that I was uh, full-time in my registered nurse career. I was going down that pathway. I was doing my master's degree. That's where I thought I was going, right? And it took me burning out, having an identity crisis, as you can imagine, nursing during the pandemic and me being in a critical care setting, it was a lot. I came to the realisation of what the hell am I doing and decided to pivot my entire life and career towards coaching, having my own business. Now, from going from being in a very safe, very uh, cushy government um, job uh, when I say a cushy job, it's a fucking hard job, but cushy in the aspects of I get paid a really decent rate and I get a lot of, um, what's the saying? I get a lot of good bonuses as well, being an employee was super, blah, 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 right? And to go from that to then going to starting my own business, that was very difficult for me. And especially when that business involved me showing up and talking on Instagram, me connecting with um, strangers, right, to chat with them, connect with them, see if I can support them. All of those things I was like, oh, what on earth? Like, I can't do that. And I would always look up to other people who were in the coaching industry or in something similar and go like, wow, what an amazing life they have. Look at their freedom look at what they've been able to create for themselves. And I just go like, oh, that's so cool. And then I just said to myself, like, why do I think I can't do that? What makes me think that I can't create that for myself, right? So I had to kind of switch from my jealousy comparison mindset of, oh, look at this person, look at what they have, like, isn't that amazing? But then also deep down, I'm like, oh, I wish I could have that. And making it kind of be a negative thing to then going, you know what? That's awesome that they're doing that. How can I be inspired by that and let that help me move my like steps forward and my action forward to creating my dream and what I want for myself, right? And I 
did, yeah, I did experience and still am experiencing a lot of imposter syndrome, especially when it comes to me collaborating with other people, me connecting with other people. There are some times where I'm like, wow, what am I doing? But honestly, it gets cut quite quickly because I'm able to recognize it, as I said, and pull myself out of it and go like, Karen, this is what you're born to do. This is you in your flow. This is you in your natural state. Like this is like the career for you. You're amazing at it. Look how well your clients are doing. Look how well the business is growing. Like you are doing it. Like shut up. You can do it. Stop limiting yourself, right? And I'm sure we've all got that internal dialogue where there's like the two sides, right? And that will always be there. That's your shadow side that has a little limiting beliefs and kind of says that you can't do this or watch out for this or what about this. But then there's your highest self, your true self, that side where it's like just take the leap, trust yourself, you can do it. This feels good. This is aligned to you. So we're going to always have that like devil and angel on our shoulder, right? But when you do start doing something new or make a change or, like me, pivot your entire life and career, you're going to have these imposter syndromes come up. You're going to feel like, what am I doing? How on earth am I going to, like, do this? This is not something for me. You have to just sit and remind yourself and remind yourself that this is what has like your what you're feeling now is because you are growing that's what I'm trying to get out when you start to feel these fears and limiting beliefs imposter syndrome whichever way you want to look at it when you start feeling these it's an indicator that you are growing you are doing something different right and the brain doesn't like that our brain does not like anything different out of routine, challenging, right? Because our brain's designed to keep us safe. So if our brain's designed to keep us safe, what makes you think it's going to be immediately on board when you decide to make a huge change in your life or make a huge shift in your mindset or do something completely different? It's going to go, whoa, 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 what is this? I haven't prepared for this. This feels a little bit scary because it's unknown. So let me revert back to fear and tell you to stop doing this thing that we don't know what we're doing. And this is a great mechanism if we're like 100,000 years ago when we were still cave women and men, like that was great to keep us safe. But in this new day and age, it's of detriment to us now, especially when we're coming into this new generation where People are starting to realize that they're unfulfilled in their lives and are starting to start their own businesses, go, fuck it, I'm going to follow my passions and purpose and desires, right? Which is amazing, but it just means that even more of us are getting this imposter syndrome and the limiting beliefs flood in of like, oh, but who am I to do this? I can't do this. I'm not deserving. I'm not worthy. Who am I to think that I can do this? And I know even a lot of my clients at the moment are struggling with that as well too. And my honest best advice that I can give is like, well, why, why don't you think you can have it? What, what makes you think you can't, right? Where in your life is there proof to say that you're not able to do this? That's not inside your head. 
It's all in your head. That's the thing. So when you can start to actively make these shifts in your mindset, which take time, right? It's not a matter of like, oh, cool, this is my limiting belief. This is my new empowering belief. Woohoo, look at me. Yes, great first step, but then it takes really implementing it. And then when adversities occur, you're able to then go, okay, this is how I'm feeling. These are the thoughts that are coming up. They're limiting beliefs. I see that. How can I shift my mentality now to really hone in on my core empowering belief, right? That takes time. That takes practice. And honestly, I still need to practice that. I've gotten a lot better, especially now being a business owner and coaching and showing up on social media. I've had to really break down a lot of limiting beliefs in the imposter syndrome category because when you're starting your own business and showing up online like this, it's probably like the most pinnacle challenging thing when it comes to imposter syndrome is doing this. And I know that a lot of other people would love to have their own businesses or would love to like start being an influencer or be UGC or, you know, any of those really cool things. But then it's a matter of like when it comes to taking those actions, they're too scared or it's like, oh, but who's going to want to follow me? Who's going to like my stuff? Or who's going to listen to my podcast if I launch one, right? And it's a matter of you just thinking like, you know what? I'm scared. I have these limiting beliefs but I'm going to choose to lead from my empowering full beliefs and just kind of say, fuck it, and just give it a go, right? Recognize the fear, but then push through it and do it anyway. I know that's like a famous um, Will Smith quote is, feel the fear and do it anyway. And honestly, like that quote has stuck with me for a long time. I honestly think I came across it on my social media, I think maybe a couple of months, couple of months into my coaching certification, and then like a month or two again, right before I decided to invest in my business and launch my business, I had that constantly playing in the back of my head, like feel the fear, do it anyway, feel the fear, do it anyway. And it wasn't until I started taking these actions towards my dream manifestations and my goals was I like, wow, I actually understand now what this feel the fear and do it anyway thing means because I am shit scared in a good way and I need to know how to push through. Tuning into this podcast episode, then you're the kind of person who really wants to create change and create abundance in your life. If this sounds like you, then keep listening because I am opening up more one-on-one coaching spots with me to really help expand you and create that dream life that you desire through aligned action, manifestation tools, and deep inner work where we can break down all of those limiting beliefs that have been holding you back in the past. So if you are sick of living a mediocre life and feeling that you're unable to step into your full potential, then follow the link in my show notes below where you can apply for one-on-one coaching with me. I hope to see you in there. And honestly, this is where it comes down to a bit off topic, but it comes down to really knowing yourself, 
having a good relationship with yourself because when you start to go through these massive changes and these imposter syndromes pop up and you're trying to do things, like if you don't have a good connection and relationship to who you are, what's your intuition, how do you know when something feels in alignment, it can be even more trickier to navigate through these limiting beliefs when you are creating massive shifts and change. Now, when it comes to doing something brand new, making these big changes, I want you to really sit with yourself and think, okay, firstly, why do I want to do this? Why is this big shift or change in my life important to me? Really hone in on the why towards this. And this part is really important because another thing that's going to really help pull you out when you are feeling trapped by these limiting beliefs is coming back as to why are you doing this? Why is this important? What is this going to give you? How is this going to help the world or serve others in some kind of way, right? What's the purpose behind this? Because if you're trying to do something new that, as I said earlier, your brain's not going to like, if you don't have a strong enough reason as to why you are doing it, your brain's going to resist you, your limiting beliefs are going to come up, and then you're just going to be back to square one because you weren't able to hone in on your why and really bring forth your higher self and really bring forth your empowering beliefs to bring you back to where you were. And I guess a really just like common and easy example I always use, I apologize, is going to the gym, right? If you're just going to the gym just because you see it online and just because an influencer did it or whatever, and you try and force yourself to wake up super early, like maybe you saw a TikTok morning routine and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get up at 4 a.m. and go to gym so I can be like this. But then you do that and then obviously your brain's going to go, what the fuck, why are we waking up at 4 a.m. and like smashing our body with a workout? What is this? The only way you're going to be able to continue to show up as that person is if you actually have a strong enough why for yourself to why you're doing it. So when times get hard, when limiting beliefs pop up, right, or when things are new and scary, you can then come back to yourself and go, okay, waking up at 4 a.m. is shit. My body's exhausted and tired. I have all these things going on. But you know what? My health and my fitness is important to me because of X, Y, Z, and it makes me feel X, Y, Z, and it's going to improve X, Y, Z. So this is a priority. This is important to me. So I'm going to continue to show up, right? So when it comes to starting a business or changing careers, changing jobs or doing something really big and scary like going and living overseas or any of these sort of things, they can be smaller as well. But the limiting beliefs are bigger when they're bigger and scarier changes, which is why I'm referencing those. But it's a matter of knowing your why and being able to return back to your why so you can tap into your core beliefs better and really remind yourself, use some affirmations with your core beliefs to really hone that in again. And another great way to do this is by journaling as well too. I know some people get a, have a weird resistance to journaling and I was like that too. If I'm going to be frank, I don't journal every single day. I journal when something comes up 
or if I have ideas or if I have a lot going in my head, I will journal and that's like maybe once a week. And then on top of that, I then do a once a week goal setting, intention setting and um, some manifestation journaling as well once a week. So I journal maybe twice a week, right? So I find a lot of people feel like they need to do it every single day, but just do it whenever it feels good or if you're trying to work through something, that's when it's really helpful. So anyways, back to what I'm saying, using journaling to really dig deep into where are these limiting beliefs coming from, how can I rewire them, what are my steps next, how am I going to address this if it pops up again, asking yourself these sort of questions. And from doing that, it really strengthens your self-awareness, which is key when it comes to recognizing these limiting beliefs. And the reason why so many people, like the other 90% of the world who aren't doing this kind of work and aren't on this journey like you and me, are living in a complete unconscious state and have very little self-awareness. They're just cruising along, going through life, not a bad thing, but they're just not choosing to really tap into their full potential, tap into their spirituality really tap into how can they improve and grow. So I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, goodness me. By the way, I don't know if you guys have ever been curious. I do not script out my podcast episodes. I have a topic and I have a few key points I have in my head that I want to talk about and I just go with it and I just go with my heart and I just trust and know that I'm going to say the right thing. So apologies that I went off track a little bit there. But just to recap, um, it's great to journal, working through those. And another really great way to work through your limiting beliefs is when you do write them down, I want you to also just analyze it for a minute and just think to yourself, like, think of it from a logical perspective and think of it as how true is this really? What is my logical proof? that this cannot happen, right? And I don't want you to answer that from the place of your limiting beliefs and fear. I want you to literally look at it as a third-party perspective and go, is this actually true? Where is the proof for this? Say, for example, if mine was, oh, I'm never going to be able to have a successful coaching business, who am I to ever have that? If I wrote that down to look at it and then if I was third party, right, you'd write it down, take a step back, breathe, look at it again and go, okay, where where is the proof to say I can't? And then think where are times in my life where I have done something like this, right? Obviously, I haven't started a coaching business in the past But there have been other times where I've taken the leap towards something that I've wanted and it's worked out. So that's another good way is that if you struggle to find proof, just think back to something else similar in your life where you took the chance on yourself or trusted yourself or had a gut instinct and went with it and it turned out well, right? And then hone in that kind of confidence and self-belief from that example and try and bring it into this. And think like, you know what, I did that in the past and that was pretty cool and that was scary. This feels like something very similar, 
you know what, I can overcome this. This is something that is not true and is to keep me small and is limiting me, li- limiting me because that's what my brain's programmed to do. So let me reprogram it and move forward with the new empowering belief, right? It's practice, practice, practice. And as I've said before, you're going to always have, you always will have that shadow self devil on your shoulder. It's a matter of like how quiet can you make it and how can you manage it with your higher self, the angel side on the other shoulder, right? And again, self-awareness, really be able to click in and recognize which side of you is speaking and which side are you going to listen to, which one's going to serve you, which one's going to help you towards your manifestations, towards your growth, right? And another thing I mentioned um, very briefly earlier was the comparison and the jealousy. This is something that, honestly, I've always been quite to myself. If I'm honest in my life, I've never really experienced any, like, major jealousy. Um, I have experienced a lot of comparison with, physical appearances or materialistic things and not recently but obviously a couple of years ago before my journey it's just so normal to compare yourself because as I said we were tribal beings we had to always be analyzing and comparing other people in the tribe to see where do we rank are we going to get kicked out of the tribe? Are we high up in the tribe and we're safe? Like, again, it's that safety analysis our brain does of where do I sit in this community? Is my position safe? So that is where this comparison sort of thinking comes from is, again, it's a survival thing. It's a safety thing that's built into us because back in the day, if we were kicked out of the tribe or we were low down in the rankings, we weren't going to survive. We weren't going to be taken care of by the rest of the community. So it's only normal to look at other people and go like, oh, I can't believe they have that. That's what I want. And then put yourself in a spiral, right, or really beat yourself up about like, oh, but I'm not there yet. And comparison is the thief of joy, people. It is the thief of joy to compare yourself from your step one to someone else's step 20. You don't know what that person's been through. You don't know what they've had to sacrifice or overcome or risk or go through to get to where they are. So have some compassion towards your jealousy in comparison for the other person, right? Another thing that that reminds me, actually, I'm rereading Gabby Bernstein's book, Um, The Universe Has Your Back. If you're a spiritual girly like me, Go ahead and read that book. It is so good. I'm rereading it because I read it like over a year ago now. One thing that she says so often in that book is to go back to this phrase. I choose to see this through love, not fear. Something along the lines of that. But she's essentially saying how can you start to look through the lens of love rather than fear. So let's see how this applies to my situation. Sorry, with the scenario I just said. So if you're looking at someone and going, wow, they've got a house before me. Oh, they're traveling the world. How do they have all that money? Oh, I wish I could do that. That sucks that I can't. That's feeding from your fear 
aka limiting beliefs of that's not possible for you and you're worthless and you don't deserve that, right? I know that's probably not what we're actively thinking, but that's what it comes down to is those things. So that's you looking through the lens of fear. What Gabby was saying in her book was that learning to look through the lens of love and compassion and it's then looking at that person going like, wow, that's so amazing that they can go and take a whole month off over in Europe because they have their own business and they're making so much money. That is so inspirational. I wonder how they did that. Let me get to know them or follow their stuff and just see like how they got there. Maybe I can chat with them and use them as an expander and be inspired by what they've done and go, wow, that's so cool. I wonder how that can apply to my goals in my life. You know what? I could actually probably do that if I shifted these things because now that's something that I think I really want. Cool. And then now you've used that situation to have some compassion and love for this other person and go, wow, that's so inspiring. And seeing how that can now turn some love and compassion towards where you are now in yourself. Does that make sense? I feel like that was like a perfect circle, what I've just said. But anyways, when I listen to the replay, I'll find out if it didn't make sense. But moving on, that's what it really comes down to. Comparison and jealousy or looking at it as an expander and some inspiration and seeing how it can apply to you, how you can grow and learn from it. Because if you go through your whole life with this lens of fear, which can show up in many different ways because they're all just some kind of limiting beliefs or your shadow self, the world's just going to look really shit and it's going to look like the world's against you. It's going to look like you're not always getting everything that you're working hard towards, you know? That looks. That seems like a really shitty way to look through your life, no? Would you not rather look at your life and, sorry, look at the lens through your life from a place of love and compassion for others, yourself? How many better decisions will you make from that place? How would you feel within yourself and in your everyday if that's how you're looking through your lens? of love, compassion, service, helping, inspiration, all of these good, all these goodies, all these good things, right? How much better would you feel then? So to reflect, comparison, jealousy, they're all just a sign of something that you don't have. So instead of then focusing on, oh, that's the thing I don't have, how can you look at it as, wow, that's so amazing. I wonder how I can have You see, it's all just these shifts in perception that really dictate your behaviours and your actions and your thoughts and feelings throughout your life. So I think I've rambled on long enough about those. But if you enjoyed this episode, please like share it on your stories, on your Instagram stories or message me on Instagram and tell me what you thought about the episode. I love to hear from you guys and what you think and the more you share this more it impacts others and really grows this community as well too so thank you for listening and i will be in your guys ears next week thank you so much for spending your time with me to learn and grow on this podcast episode 
If you loved this episode, please go ahead and give it a good rating and review and share it on your socials so it can help to impact others. Also, come and join me on my Instagram. My link is in the show notes. I have so much more self-development knowledge that I can share with you and I'd love to connect with each and every one of you. Enjoy the rest of your week and remember, speak kind words to yourself and others. I'll see you next week.